Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. today for December 2nd and my amazing guest Ivan Petarnishk. I hope I said it correctly now. He is the master of mindset so he is dealing with mental edge and everything that has to do with our brain and how we can rewire our brain to get a self-identity upgrade. He is really an expert on that and it's amazing which tools and tactics he uses to really get rid of any belief that is holding you back and clearing your energetics to be ready for the life you desire and the life you really would like to design. Also, we will talk about rapid mind shift because no one has time for changes these days. So everything has to go very fast. Fast is also kind of magical. So we talk exactly about that, how to speed up the whole process of changes in your brain, in your mind to reach your next big goal. Before we start the interview, you remember I promised for this 24 episodes in 24 days until Christmas with a special Christmas surprise on December 24th that there will be a small tip for Christmas gifts because I think it's now the time where everybody is running around or searching online to get all gifts together for the Christmas time to be well prepared and to get everything in time. So most tips will be online because I am in Germany but also other tips that you of course can get anywhere in any store around the world. Today I thought because of podcasting Probably you are a person who loves to listen to audio and music, and I think almost everyone does. But maybe you found out already, like I did, that there is a huge difference in the quality when it comes to earphones. So I found some that are really, really good. They have an amazing quality. So you hear the sound very clear. Also, the voices and the music is really strong. So you can feel this emotional connection there. Also, of course, when you're listening to podcasts. So and they go over the ear so you won't 
hear a lot of other noises and uh, I'm flying pretty often and I just returned from Spain. I had the earphones with me there and it was just perfect because there was a crying baby almost next to me. So very stressful for four and a half hours. But thanks to these earphones, I could just concentrate on listening to the latest podcasts I follow, also to some music and I also could work there. So check out this link. It will be directly below this episode in the show notes. You can get these earphones. They are from Bang & Olufsen. I found that this is the best quality. So this is just my taste, but have a look, try it, and I just can recommend them fully. Also, if you like to test them right away, there is another link below where you can get a completely free audiobook from an audio platform so you can download it from around the world directly to your device or smartphone and start listening with your new Bang & Olufsen headphones. So I wish you some good audience experiences with that and also of course with today's interview all about mindset mastery and changing your brain and here is for you on the show Ivan Peternischk. Hi, Ivan. What is going on in Sofia today? Hi, Victoria. Um, I'm actually not in Sofia. Sofia is the capital of Bulgaria. I live in Varna, which is uh, the most beautiful city in Bulgaria. And it's on the sea coast. And it's very sunny outside. Last few days has been raining. Uh, it's been really bad. But uh, today is a beautiful day. And... Um, I'm thinking of going to the beach in a few hours. Wow, that sounds good. So Skype did their kind of a mistake because it showed me that you are in Sofia. This is why I came up with that idea. Yeah, uh, probably because uh, when I um, created my account, I used to live in Sofia. So it's been a long time ago. I haven't changed it. So that might be the reason. All right. So we solved the first mystery and we will talk <laughs> about some mind mysteries today and things that can really help people transform their lives with brain rewiring. And also you mentioned something like total lifestyle redesign. But before we jump into all of that, can you give us a short overview who you are and what you are doing, please? Um, I work as an air traffic controller currently. I have uh, been a um, pilot, uh, civil aviation pilot, and also a flight uh, instructor. Um, and uh, my two passions are aviation and psychology. So uh, a part of uh, working in my current uh, occupation, um, since I was 18, and I'm 51 now, so since I was 18, I've been interested in um, mind control, how the mind works, why we do what we do. Um, some I've taken some psychology courses, and I've... Uh, being trained and I have used and applied over 40 different techniques for 
improvement of the mental, physical, emotional states of people. So it's a kind of a hobby of mine, but it's also a second vacation. So um, I work as a mental edge uh, mastery expert and I train people and coaches on very fast result producing techniques uh, which are for mind shifting, um, self-esteem improvement, uh, self-identity upgrade and uh, total revamp of uh, someone mindset and uh, subsequently life. Wow, Ivan, that sounds like something I would buy immediately because it sounds like mental tricks you can use. So perfect for me as a magician. I know also love the idea that you have this background in aviation because I think it takes a lot of mental focus to work there successfully and you have a lot of re responsibility, of course. So let's build this up from the beginning. What would you say, Ivan, are all the pieces that come together to build our mindset? Well, all the pieces that come together to build a mindset are way of thinking, habitual patterns of judgment of what is good, what is bad, um, what is useful, what is not, uh, what is what what is um, positive for us and what is negative, etc., etc., and the attached to this judgment emotions and physical sensations and all these attitudes all this habitual thinking what is usually referred to as beliefs has its roots in the past of the individual the way the individual has been brought up what he has been told by his parents uh, his peers his teachers and anyone that he has accepted, and I want to stress on the word accepted as an authority. So if, if someone in your life you have told as of an authority, you would accept whatever they tell you. And it's not always true what they tell you and what they teach you. And uh, no one has all the answers. No one knows everything. We all make mistakes and our current belief system is based only on the information that we have come in contact with, uh, that we have processed and uh, that we have drawn some conclusions from. But this is not the all information that there is. So basically most of our thinking, beliefs, uh, and uh, judgments on what is happening in our lives are ill-founded. Uh, and uh, you can even say most of them are illusionary. And uh, anytime when new information comes into 
our field of perception, it's possible to change these beliefs uh, and habitual thinking even in an instant. Wow, that sounds so great. And I think you're right with the beliefs and that a lot of those are illusions and things we collected during our lives. And normally, I think most people can relate to that our life keeps repeating in the same patterns when we don't change something inside in our mindset, in our in the thoughts we think on a regular basis. So you mentioned on your website the word clearing energetics. What kind kind of technique is this? Clear and energetics is a Chinese technique, or at least um, its origins are in China. Uh, and is basically um, grounded in the idea that you, I suppose you and uh, your listeners are familiar with uh, meridians, in the body. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you're not, meridians are like pathways in the body, main uh, roads uh, via which the life energy uh, is transmitted or travels. Um, and uh, in the Chinese medicine, they have discovered over 2,000 of these meridians. But the main ones are 14, and there is one, or actually two, central ones from which all the others are branched. And in Chinese uh, energetics, uh, what they do is they affect the flow of energy along the central meridians, the two central meridians, in order to remove any emotions, uh, undesired emotions or uh, body feelings, body sensations, uh, which in turn leads to disappearance of problems, change of uh, thinking, beliefs, etc., etc. So this is, these are the basics of Chinese energetics. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I heard that before. It's like also when you are holding a finger for three minutes, like that you can, yeah, the energy starts to move again when the energy is blocked in some area of your life. So do you have any tips for our listeners, like what they can use of uh, clearing energetics right away to improve their life and their mood? Yes, what they can try to do, okay, the, the central meridians, they run from the, the roof of your mouth down to the front central line of the body, down to the base chakra, which is um, in the sacrum between um, the anus and um, your sex organs. And the other meridian runs from the end of the front one 
So from your sacrum uh, up along the spine and to the top of the head and down to the roof of the mouth. So basically you can imagine this as an ellipse, uh, which is running through the middle of the body and it splits it in two. Uh, along your fingertips and in the palm of the hand, there are energy centers through which energy is emitting. So what you can do is either with the palm of the hand or with the fingertips, so you get your fingers together and it's like a drawing a line along the front of the body, so the middle, the middle of the body from, say, the nose down to your genitals, or along the back from the bottom to the head, while you're feeling certain emotion, so, so you have a problem, you identify the emotion that you have, you, you identify where this emotion is felt in the body, where it is the strongest, you give it a rating, say from zero to 10, how strong it is, and you run your fingers a few times up and down, either the central line or if it's someone else uh, along the back, along the spine, up and down, with the intention to clear the emotion. This is very important. You have to have the intention to release this emotion. Okay? And uh, check again the level of the emotion and the place where you felt it. Because sometimes the level stays the same, but the place, it's, it moves to a, to a different location. So you have to chase it sometimes okay. it works with pain as well so you, you chase the pain you chase the pain several times and then it, it it goes away makes sense so maybe even you can provide us after the interview with any kind of draft a picture of all these meridians because i think then it makes it easier for the listeners to locate them find them and get a clear picture of where they are running through our bodies so let's move a little bit from the clearing energetics to the brain rewiring so how is that possible to rewire our brain to change our lives okay um How the brain works. Uh, the brain has neurons, and these neurons uh, have connections with each other. Uh, the connection is made, it's not physical. Uh, it's made, it's like a lightning going from one neuron to the other. Uh, and it's With this transfer of energy from, from one new, new neuron to the other, an information is exchanged between the neurons. When two neurons fire consecutively many times in a certain way, 
between each other. So they send information constantly. This connection between the two neurons is strengthened and becomes habitual. So when there is a stimuli to the senses, let's say a smell, certain smell, and neurons fire in a certain pattern uh, several times, a connection, a habitual pattern is established between perception of the uh, outside stimuli, which in this case is the smell, and the firing of the neurons. And in future, every time the brain recognizes something similar to that stimuli, so there is another smell, but it smells similar to the to the initial smell, let's say the first one's been on roses, uh, smell of roses. And you have a perfume that smells like roses. The brain will fire the same pattern. So what we can do to change this, uh, this pattern of firing, because um, why do we need to change it in the first place? We have established patterns of this firing of neurons that don't serve us in our lives. So let's say, for example, fear of flying. In the fear of flying, there's been, there's been some initial moment where the pattern has been established uh, that has been potentially life-threatening event. But then every time we see a plane or we think about flying, even though we are not flying at the moment or we don't have to go flying, we still feel that fear. And this is, this is happening because this habitual pattern of, of neuron firing has been established. So we need to disrupt it. We need to remove it in order to be able to function better in our lives. What we can do is either we have to establish the new pattern of firing and repeat it over time, which is usually done by visualizations, um, affirmations, um, listening to um, certain, uh, say, auto auto hypnosis or something like this or going to a hypnotist etc um, but what we can do as well because these patterns are kept in place by emotions if we remove any emotions so for example we remove the fear from the association with the flight or from the thought of flying we remove the fear the thought or the, the firing of the, the pattern of firing of neurons will be changed simultaneously, instantly, without any conscious effort, without any affirmations, without need to repeat anything, without trying to stay with these affirmations for a month or for more than 21 days, or visualizing every day for, say, half an hour, three times a day, etc., etc. So all, 
all our thinking is always related to our emotions, is always connected to emotions. And the funny thing is that instead of trying to change the thinking, which is done by visualizations and affirmations and many other modalities, uh, like NLP, for example, um, all we have to do is remove or separate, detach the emotion from the thought, and then the thought will naturally, effortlessly change. And the pa a new pattern will be established, a healthier pattern, one that is more functional, uh, that helps the individual to perform better in life. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And it sounds to me like this interesting concept of pattern interrupt, what you're mentioning here. So we have to think with our thoughts and our beliefs and things we do over and over again that become a habit. And then we have, of course, our self image, what we think, who we think we are and what we think we can do and all that. And you mentioning a self identity up great and of course when you make want to make a lasting change in your life you have kind of to change your identity because otherwise nothing will change at least not in the long run so Ivan what would you say are the basics to get this self-identity upgrade to get the self-identity upgrade um Again, you need to change the belief of who you are because um, one of, the, not one, but the, the basic driving force behind behavior, behind individuals' behavior, so my behavior or your behavior or anyone else's behavior, is what you think about yourself who you believe you are, what you are capable of, what kind of qualities you have, what kind of weaknesses you have, uh, what kind of abilities you have, what kind of resources you have, etc., etc. But why do you believe whatever you believe about yourself? How do you know who you are? Now, the old pattern of changing someone's beliefs was to go to past events. And I've gone through that as well. So let's say, for example, my name is Ivan. So I, I identify myself as Ivan. But how do I know that my name is Ivan? Why it's not something else, but it is Ivan. I believe I am Ivan because in the past, many times from people who I believe are authority, so my parents, uh, my friends, my teachers, etc., they have called me Ivan, right? Mm -hmm. And in my, in, in, in my birth certificate, I'm, uh, if I look at my birth certificate, it says, your name is Ivan. This, this child is called Ivan, right? Mm -hmm. So there have been events that have created the belief and have confirmed the belief that I am Ivan. If I go back and change these events, 
So if I cannot change the event, but I can change the memory of, of the event. So the representation of event in my mind. So if I change the, rep, the, the memory of the event and in my memory, they, I'm not called Ivan, but I'm called Mary. I believe I'm, my name is Mary. Okay. Because again, authorities have told me so. Someone that I think it's uh, more knowledgeable, uh, knows better than me. Uh, is more capable than me, uh, is um, uh, more schooled uh, and uh, has learned more than me, has more experience than me. Anyway, someone whose authority has told me so. And I believe him and he's been repeating it. So anyway, uh, so one, one way of, of changing a belief is to go back to an event and change the event in some way. But this type of action has resulted in, it works, but it's time consuming because there are many events that you need to process. You have to go to the past and, and find not all events. You don't have to process all events, but you have to find the key events that have created the belief and, and change them. But there is, there is also a faster way and the faster way goes again through emotions and physical sensations. And let me make a, a, a very, very important distinction because most people don't make that distinction and don't, uh, they don't realize this. And uh, that's why they keep uh, staying cold in the net of, of thought and emotion and its interaction and not know what to do with it. So what is an emotion? An emotion is an umbrella. So it's something that is encompasses physical sensations. Our reality, what we call our reality, goes through our five senses. So we experience the world through our five senses. And what we feel through our five senses are the physical sensations. Now, when I say I'm sad, how, how do I know I'm sad and I'm not angry? What makes the difference between anger and sadness in my mind? I have different physical sensations. When I'm sad, my throat is constricted, tears start pouring through my eyes, and when I'm angry, I want to punch, like my, my fists clench, uh, my heart starts beating faster, um, all the blood goes into my extremities, etc., etc. So there are different physical sensations for each emotion. And this is how we distinguish them. If we go down to, and, and remove all the physical sensations uh, that we associate with a behavior, with a belief, with a habit, with what we think about ourselves, with our self-identity, then we go, when we, when we remove the attachment of sensations, uh, or you, you can call them, 
that you can call them emotions as well. Um, if you encompass few sensations into an emotion, you detach the emotion or the sensations from the thought. As I said earlier, the thought changes instantly. And as um, universe, nature, do not allow for vacuum. When you remove the negative relation between emotions and thoughts, then naturally your mind will naturally find positive ones to fill in the gap. And it, it happens instantly. Like the moment you remove the negative, the positive gets in. So you become free to choose who, who you want to be and how do you want to feel and, and who do you want to identify yourselves with and what qualities you want to have. Um, who, who, you, you can virtually even um, accept the qualities of somebody you admire. You can get the qualities of a different star sign if you want, etc., etc. And this can happen in a matter of, of uh, 20, 30 minutes. Hmm, that's fantastic. That sounds almost magical, I would say. So you covered a lot and it was a lot of information on the brain and how it works. So even what would you say are some methods or hints that can help us to initiate a rapid mind shift? Um. Okay, um, I'll give you I'll give you two uh, easy, very easy things that you can do. Um, so you you have a taste of of how it works. Now I know that a lot of people have been trained, conditioned, uh, know about uh, affirmations and uh, visualizations and about changing events in the past. So the easiest way to experience a change of your memory of an event is to write down the event as you would like it to have happened. So let's say, for example, you've been abused. So your father has beaten you up when you were young. He's been drunk, he's come home drunk, and he's beaten your abs, beaten your mother as well, etc. And this is a traumatic event for you. When you think about it, you always uh, feel really, really bad. But the trick is to work with one, sig one single event. So one single event that has happened at a particular time and particular place and is no longer than say your memory, when you recall it, is no longer than a few minutes. So you write it down. This is very important to write it down. So if you physically write down the event, you describe it in a few sentences. And then you rewrite it. You write down the event as you would have liked it to have happened. So you write down, my father comes home, This is the same event. Uh, my, my father comes home from work and uh, he's sober. Um, he's smiling. He's bringing me a present. He's um, giving flowers to my mother. He's 
picking me up, hugging me, kissing me, telling me how much he loves me. Okay, you write it down. And then you write it two more times. But each time when you rewrite it, you make it better. So you say, let's say the second time you rewrite it, you, you write it, uh, my father is coming home, he's um, uh, sober, smells really nice, uh, he's smiling, he greets me from the door, and uh, he knows that I love ice cream, he's brought me ice cream, or something like this. So you make it, you make it even better, in some way or another. Your imagination has no limits. So you can make it any way better. You can, you can write down that your father is Jesus. Jesus is my father. He's coming through the door. It doesn't matter. The point is to keep improving it each time when you rewrite it. And two to three times is usually, is usually enough to see a change. Rewrite it two to three times. Rewrite it three times. And then go back to the original event and see how you feel about it and even if you can remember it properly. Okay, yeah, that is a good tip that makes sense. And I think also with writing it down because you have to focus on that and really make it clear, not just having some flimsy thoughts in your mind, you really have to put it in words and down on paper. So I exactly. think that's good. Yeah. That can yeah, really help. So... You mentioned before our interview that you have a special gift for the listeners, a free subliminal software. But before you explain where to get it, can you dive a little deeper into what subliminal is and how this kind of hidden messages in music or something else can help rewire the brain and improve the life or change the mindset? Okay, subliminal means that is below conscious level. So you don't notice it consciously. And subliminal messaging has been used in advertisement for decades. It's actually being banned at the moment. It's, it's forbidden because it's been really, really effective. And um, a lot of companies have used it to deceive, or, and not to deceive, but to seduce their um, listeners or viewers um, to take certain action without the viewer knowing that they are doing whatever they are doing. Uh, so it's uh, it's clear to it is very close to uh, the way uh, people who do magical tricks and you know they create this illusion. Uh, work so they um, attract your attention to certain things and distract your attention from other things which are happening on the background and which actually matters matter more than the things that your attention is drawn to um, and subliminal messaging uh, the software um, is not a new idea a lot of people have created subliminal messaging software How it works, it actually flashes some affirmations, some sentences you've written on your computer screen, but it flashes them for a very short period of time. So you don't have the time to read them. You don't actually make, you, you can bring them down to a, um, 
to a few milliseconds and you won't even notice they're, they're there once you get used to the the very slight flickering of the screen you can do you can write your emails you can watch videos you can do whatever you do on the computer you you wouldn't know consciously that the message is there but the message will be there and will get to your subconscious faster than if you would um affirm the same if you use the same affirmation consciously and uh, one little trick I want to tell. Now, what is different with the software that I, that I have created and why I like it best than anything else? Most of the softwares that I've seen, I have not seen all. That's why I say most. Um, but the softwares that I've seen uh, so far, the positioning of the message is not such that it doesn't interfere with your work. What I've done with mine, I've, I've given the option of this messaging, the, uh, the message is to be shown really at the end, of, at the corners of the screen, if you wish so. So your central vision, whatever you do, you are usually concentrated in the middle of the screen, is not obstructed. Um, and also, in general, uh, when you, when your attention, when your eyes sense some flickering in the corners of the screen, they go up left, up right, um, down left, down right, etc. Um, very quickly. So it is almost, um, you, you wouldn't sense it, you wouldn't know it. But in NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, if you're familiar with it, this movement of the eyes actually refers to going to your future or to your um, past and uh, remembering certain things like um, having memories or, or going into dreams, etc. So when you dream, you look up left and when you uh, a correction upright and when you are remembering a past event, you would look um, up and left. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et so when your eyes move in that way, you actually go quickly to some events that either contradict the messaging or uh, affirm it, and uh, in this way you clear whatever uh, that needs to be cleared in order for this message to become true for you. But again, a little trick, something that I have not seen anyone doing with subliminal messaging so far. What you can do with the subliminal messaging, even if, even if you do it consciously, even if you do affirmations consciously, in order for the message to go to your brain, to go to your subconscious without interference from the conscious mind, is to write the affirmation in a certain way. And I'll tell you what is the way. Uh, in general, when you say an affirmation, which contradicts your present reality, so say your affirmation is, um, I am, um, I'm losing weight or I am at my perfect weight. Let's say I'm, I'm at my perfect weight, which is uh, 120 pounds, for example. But at the moment, you are 40 pounds heavier. Okay? What happens is you say this. You say these affirmations. 
uh, I am at my perfect weight of 120 pounds. And your brain instantly goes to, is this true or is this not true? And he says, no, 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 you're not. You're 160 pounds. You're not 120 pounds. Okay. So the conscious actually stop the affirmation to go into the subconscious. But <laughs> what you can do so you don't have this contradiction is instead of making an affirmation that is a statement of truth, you ask a question. And you ask yourself, why am I at my perfect weight of 120 pounds? When you ask a question, your brain does not contradict, that has nothing to contradict because you have not made a statement that he has to assess if it's true or not. It actually starts going looking for the answers to the question. So when you ask, why am I at, at my perfect weight, 120 pounds, your brain will start looking for answers to that question and will start to find them, start to find reasons for you to be at, at this weight and actually will uh, affect your behavior so that this becomes true. And it is another, another way to kind of um, go around uh, and uh, trick the mind to not stop the affirmation, to not contradict the affirmation, but to actually, uh, for the affirmation to sink into the subconscious. That makes so much sense. And that are really great mind tricks. And as you said, to trick ourselves. And I also really like the idea about your subliminal software, because when you go on YouTube, there are tons of videos of people who produced subliminal messages, videos on everything. But because it's subliminal, you have no clue. So you're not sure what you are watching there and what really is subliminal. And with your software, you are in full control and you can decide what kind of messages, pictures or whatever you put there that go into your subconscious mind. So, Ivan, how can the listeners get your free subliminal software? They can go to my website, which is mentaledgemastery.com. Uh, this is M E N T. A-L-E-D-G-E-M-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. And uh, as they scroll down the, the page, at the bottom of the page, they will be able to uh, sign, in, sign up and get the software. Um, if anyone wants to contact me, and experience some of the techniques that I use. And once again, at the moment, as I said, I, for the last 30 plus years, I have um, studied and applied over 40 different techniques uh, for mindset control uh, and self-identity upgrade and uh, um, self-worth uh, boost, uh, etc. 
So they can contact me at Ivan, which is IVN at mentaledgemastery.com uh, and have a complimentary session uh, in which we are going to work on one of their problems and uh, I'll show them how things can change very quickly. Um, and one more tip I wanted to give to your, to your listeners, um, a very, very quick thing that you can do to, re to reduce stress, because stress is the biggest killer in our society. Um, nowadays, stress is the main contributor to mental uh, and uh, physical health uh, deterioration. But when we feel stress, we are usually thinking we are not in the moment. We are not fully present. We are usually either afraid of something that is going to happen in the future or we think about something that has happened in the past and that has affected us, have affected us emotionally in a negative way and that is still affecting us in the present. So we are not in the moment. And how can we be grounded in the moment? The, mo the moment we become present, be we become fully present, the stress will dissipate. It's a very, very quick tip, very quick technique. You can use it uh, in your everyday life. You just have to remember to do it. So this is what you do. The moment you feel stressed, you pick an object. Doesn't matter what it is. It could be the wall, it could be the table, it could be the chair, it could be the lamp, it could be a flower, it, anything. You touch that object with your fingertip. You touch it and you say, this is whatever it is. This is a lamp. This is a floor. This is a wall. This is a table. This is a chair. You say that and then you yawn. You take a deep breath and you yawn. You make yourself yawn. This is resetting. It's like a switch for a reset, recalibration, um, unification, and uh, connection of the two brain hemispheres that is releasing the stress immediately. Now, from one time doing it, you may not release all the stress, but it is going to go down and then you do it again and again until it dissipates. But it takes seconds. Fantastic. Seconds. That, that sounds really helpful and really cool because I think everyone can relate to dealing with stress in their everyday life. So thank you for this further tip on uh, yeah reducing the stress Ivan and also thank you so much for being on the pure mind magic podcast today I think you shared a, no a lot of great knowledge you have and wisdom you collected in more than 30 years researching brain and mental techniques and I'm sure you made a lot of people curious about your subliminal software so they will find all the information about you and how to contact you in the show notes. So thanks again, Ivan, and have a magical day. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. 
taking part in your podcast and I hope uh, it's gonna be very useful and um, interesting uh, for the people to watch it will raise their curiosity and uh, hopefully they will try the tips that I've shared <laughs> because the proof is in the pudding you have to do it I mean knowledge is just as good as uh, giving you the information of what to do but until you do it uh, you don't know how useful it is very true words Ivan all right then let's stay in contact and bye bye oh well, sure have a nice day thanks Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening today. And tomorrow there is already waiting another episode for you. My interview with Tyson E. Franklin. He is an amazing guy when it comes to everything around online video and audio. He's also a podcast host, but he does a lot of videos, very cool videos. And he already did a very nice video about myself. This is how we actually connected. And he did that for a lot of people and a lot of amazing almost magical things happened in his life after. So we will discuss that, how video and audio can really enhance your business, what are the best tips on how to do it, where to put it online, how to share it and all that. So Tyson was really born with entrepreneurial DNA and he has done several video challenges. So I think you can take a lot from that and especially now in the Christmas time, a lot of people are watching videos, especially before they buy any Christmas gifts. So I'm pretty sure this episode will be of great value. So tune in again tomorrow to learn more about that. And just a quick reminder, you will find the links for the Christmas gift tip today in the show notes, as well as the link for your totally free audiobook. So enjoy that and until tomorrow, create some magic.